Are you a high-performing parent, entrepreneur, or high achiever in pursuit of excellence? Welcome to The Nexus Podcast, a podcast custom-tailored for families like ours, driven, affluent, and eager to lead extraordinary lives. From rockstar stay-at-home moms to high-producing CEOs, we choose to model success for everyone we are surrounded by. We prioritize health over sickness, embrace a vitalistic lifestyle, and seek to tap into the limitless potential that God has bestowed upon us. I'm Dr. Daniel Kimball, your host, and on this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets to living a fulfilling and abundant life where you and your loved ones can thrive physically, mentally, and spiritually. Together, we'll forge a path to greatness and unleash your God-given capabilities. Get ready to say yes to a life of true prosperity and well-being. This is The Nexus Podcast. What up, Nexus fam? I'm Coco. This is The Nexus Podcast. And my dad is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and I heard him. Happy listening! What's up, Nexus fam? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And this week on the podcast, I couldn't help but dive into something that I read personally every single day with my team when we do team meetings in the morning. And I couldn't help but bring you this episode because I think it's so powerful and it's come up a bunch of times in my office, especially as we lead into the holidays where, you know, everybody kind of has a different experience of the holidays. But generally what I see is like everyone loves it. And at the same time, there's a little bit of stress surrounding it. Like there's more family, there's the buying of gifts, there's the pressure to, you know, make your kids happy or make your spouse happy. And like all these pressures that come with the holidays, you know, to have the Christmas parties and celebrations and support everybody and the bonuses. And like, depends on what, whether you're, you know, whether you have your own business or what you're doing or whether you're a parent or not a parent, everybody's experience is a little bit different. But what I know to be true is that the holidays seem to be, even though it's a great time and it's a time to celebrate, um, it's also a, it can be a struggle for a lot of families. And one of the reasons that I think that is such, so important is because it shows through the people's bodies that I take care of. Like, you know, when I sit down with people who've been having really, really good results and then all of a sudden they're like, man, like it's, you know, it gets to Christmas time or it gets to the holiday season and people's like back start hurting or the next start hurting more or whatever it is. And I've had this conversation so many times in the office and I've talked about it on other episodes of the podcast where I talk about how our physical emotions can literally drive us into a pain response. And I always remind people, and I remind you, if you're sitting here listening, and maybe you haven't heard me talk before, um, this idea that like pain is actually a good thing. Pain is there to get you to change some behavior, some habit, or some thought process that you have. And I would argue that any symptom that our body has it's there for a positive reason. Like it's there to let us know something or it's there to do something. I don't believe that God gave us any mistakes inside of our body. So a simple example of this would be something like a fever. Like a lot of people look at a fever and they say, oh my gosh, we have to break the fever. It's so bad. Let's take Tylenol. We want the fever to go away. Of course the fever is uncomfortable, but that fever is also given to you as a gift of healing. Because what does a fever do? If we think about it, we our body heats up, it burns off the bacteria and viruses that it's that's afflicting our system so that we can continue on further. Because if our body didn't heat up, those are going to continue to multiply and we're going to stay quote unquote sick for way longer. So a fever is a silly example. I talked about pain. You heard me mention that, but like if you hurt, if you legitimately injured your knee, you're going to have pain in your knee. So your body tells you to stop using it so it can rest and recover so it can heal itself. So pain is actually a healing mechanism. A fever is actually a healing mechanism. A stuffy nose to get the gunk out of our sinuses is actually a healing mechanism. A cough is actually trying to get the stuff out of us. It's actually a healing mechanism. And so, you know, we can talk about skin issues or we can talk about anxiety or depression or like any of those things are actually healing mechanisms in our body. 
And while they may not be convenient, while they may lower our life expression, the whole point of everything we do inside of my office is to allow people to experience life at a higher level. But so much of what people aren't experiencing comes from, yes, chiropractic care, because we wake up the brain and the part of the brain that's responsible for thinking about life and interpreting life experiences in a different way. But people have a responsibility too. And I think a lot of times, like we're raised in this society where people think that I'm just going to outsource my health to somebody else. Like Dr. Daniel, just adjust me and he'll fix all my problems. Problems. But the reality is, is like, I have a responsibility to wake up your brain. God has a responsibility to let your body heal. You have a responsibility to stay tuned in to your ultimate self. And that's what I want to talk to you about on this episode today is this idea of being tuned in to like the highest version of yourself. And I know it sounds cheesy and I know it sounds cliche. And as I was reading the other day, I couldn't help but think like, oh man, it's such a powerful podcast episode. So actually what I want to do is I just want to read you this little passage from this book. Um, it's called A Deep Breath of Life, Daily Inspiration for Heart-Centered Living by a guy named Alan Cohen. Um, you can check it out or read it every day. It's kind of like a devotional. Um, and this one, you know, it happened to be from December 13th and it's called Goods for Guns. And so this is what it says. It says that the mind needs something to chew on and it is just as willing to chew on dog food as it is fine cuisine. If you are plagued by negative or self-destructive thinking, you will not succeed by trying to simply stop your mind from thinking negatively. You must fill it with something more productive. So you're going to have to fill your negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So an example of this would be like, if you're talking about your back pain and how you're broken and how your back's hurt and how you're messed up and you're jacked up and something's wrong with me, you got to change the thoughts, right? How about my body's healing? My body's trying to tell me something. So you, you have to fill it with something more productive. When the mind begins to worry or chatter with self-criticism or doubt, immediately substitute the thoughts that will take you where you want to go, such as peace, be still, I walk in love, or God is the source of all supply, including what I have going on right now and my body's trying to tell me something productive to get me to heal at a deeper level. If you are vigilant and diligent, eventually the constructive thinking will take root and you will automatically think with truth and not against it. You will automatically think truth and not against it. It goes on to say earlier, it says, if you want to lose weight, it's not enough to just decide, despise your excess weight. It's only when you embrace a vision of yourself at your ideal weight that you can gain the leverage to shed the unwanted pounds. Like how powerful this is for me and for you and for my daughter and for our kids and for the new generation of kids coming up is like realizing that like we can't hate ourselves. Hating ourselves doesn't get us anywhere. Hating our pain or despising our issues or hating our circumstance or our bank accounts or like other people, all of that negative thought is actually triggering more of a stress response in your body, whether you know it or not. And those stress hormones are turning off your part of your brain that's responsible for healing, responsible for faith, responsible for hope, responsible for optimism, responsible for connection to other beings, responsible for less anxiousness, responsible for less depression, responsible for more happiness, responsible for more joy, etc. And so like I, I leave you with this message because I think it's so important and so powerful to think about the fact that literally what this is telling us and what I'm telling every single client inside of my office lately is like, hey, your thoughts have to change. And like, it's not that the pain is in your head, right? It's not that the issue is in your, it's only in your head. Cause I work with so many people who've been to doctor to doctor. They take all the supplements. They've had the blood work. They've had everything. And like what they don't realize and what I have to have the conversation with them about is like, listen, 
some of this is self-inflicted because it is emotional, like it's a mental. And when we can change the way that we think about our circumstance, when we can change the way that we think about our body, when we can give ourselves a more empowering story, it's not enough to hate the thing that we have going on with us, but we must tell ourselves a story that's actually empowering, right? So when I sit down and I talk to people and I'm like, hey, listen, maybe your back pain is there to tell you that you need more support in life and maybe you should have some conversations with the people who are supposedly supposed to be supporting you and like let them know that you feel unsupported. Or maybe when you have neck pain, you should look in the mirror and realize that like you're actually super stubborn and inflexible to something in your life and it may be just forgiving other people. It may be guilty and being stubborn about yourself. It may be being ashamed of something that you did in the past. There's all kinds of things that we can be inflexible towards, but what I know and what I've seen in my practice over the course of the last three years is like those physical pains are attached to different emotions. The neck is flexibility. The low back is support. The mid back is this idea of like, get off my back. The shoulders are joy. The knees are ego, pride, um, inflexibility. The hips are moving forward in life. The, the wrists are moving forward in life. So there's like all these emotional connections to physical ailments that people see. And what I know is that 90%, 90% of the time inside of my office, the people that we take care of, there's an emotional component to the pain that they're experiencing. And when we wake up their brain and when we wake up their brain, they're getting adjusted and these both have to happen and they have a new awareness of the emotions in their life that are plaguing their body in the first place, it becomes a gift. It becomes a gift of healing because remember what I said in the beginning and like the point of this whole episode is that the things that are afflicting you are your body's way of telling you that something needs to change. It's actually the biggest gift that God could give you because he wants you to live out a higher purpose. He wants you to live out your sole purpose. He put a fingerprint on your body that no one else in the world has. And you have this exact same purpose on this earth to do something special that no one else can fulfill on except for you, except for the fact that we can't express that fulfillment and that purpose and that passion and that presence and all the things that everybody wants in life if we're stuck in a fight or flight state. If our bodies are stuck in fight or flight and then we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough or we're not worthy enough or we're horrible people or we have guilt and shame and all these things. And a lot of times this stuff is so subconscious and so deep rooted that it's like hard to come out of. And my encouragement today would just be to consider that the things that you have going on in your life are actually a good thing. Like, I know this sounds insane. I know it sounds crazy. And I'm not telling you to go seek medical, not to go seek medical advice, uh, because you should very much do that in those circumstances. But what I have seen in my practice clinically with the people that we have taken care of is that 90% of the time, it's not a disc issue. It's not a sprain strain. It's not a sprain. It's an emotional component that creates a stress response in the body that makes physiological changes in the body that shows up in a certain body part that is actually what is causing someone's pain. And all that is is your gift. It's your body's gift of saying, I need you to change. So my friends, where do you have things where you feel like you're stuck? How can you start to change the story that you're telling yourself from it's a negative, it's a bad thing to it's actually a really, really, really good thing. And I guarantee you that you will start to heal. You gotta wake up your brain in the process though. My friends, I love you and I appreciate you. I hope you get some value out of this. We'll come at you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.